I'd like to begin today by acknowledging the traditional owners of this land on which this podcast is being recorded today, the dark and young people. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging, always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. Welcome to Abracadabra, a spiritual business podcast designed to inspire, expand, and guide aspiring multi-six and seven-figure entrepreneurs to successfully building, growing, and scaling their sole purpose work. I'm your host, Jazz Bori, career astrologer and spiritual business coach with 15 years of both traditional and digital entrepreneurship under my belt. I am so excited to share the good, the bad, and the ugly with you here so that you can cut your learning curve and achieve the greater impact, freedom, and wealth that you desire. Listen in as I share it all, from practical business strategies to esoteric knowledge and the behind the scenes of my business, as well as powerful conversations with industry experts and so much more. May this episode be an invitation for a deeper conversation with yourself that ignites your brilliance and activates your genius. All right, let's begin. Hello and welcome back, everybody. We're going to ease into the year with a little recap episode because it's been a minute since I spoke to you guys because we've been off the podcast for just over a month now and not going to lie, I missed recording was actually the number one thing that I missed about work during my time off, which was pretty limited, I will say. But I didn't miss being on social media. I didn't miss, um, you know, doing backend work, creating content of any kind other than podcasting. I actually still saw clients and was serving people. So I didn't get to miss that. But the podcast was something I definitely missed. So welcome back. Happy 2023. So glad to be in your ears again. And today we're going to do a little recap as we do. And I'm also going to do my 2023 ins and outs. Yeah. These are going to tie into my recap of December. It's going to make a little bit more sense. I've done them very intentionally. And this is something I want to invite you into doing. I feel like everyone's doing their ins and outs on social media. And I guess I'm always like, okay, but why? My Gemini mercurial energy is like, cool, but why? Why is that an in? Why is that an out for you? And so instead of just being like, this is what's in and this is what's out, I'm doing my ins and outs with the intention of helping me step into my vision, my word for 2023, which I'm also going to reveal to you guys as well. If you are following me on Instagram, you may have already heard about what my word is. I'm really excited um, for this word and to really step into this energy for this year. It's going to be absolutely lit. And just a little preface as well. If you haven't picked your word yet, I don't want you to worry too much. Mercury is currently in retrograde. I've been saying this to my Star Society babes, my membership babes. Do not feel the urge to rush into the year. This is a slow but steady chill entering into the year. I want you guys to give yourself literally until the end of 
January, if not even early February to have all that stuff worked out. And even then, it doesn't really matter because today or tomorrow is a brand new day and you can just start then anyway. Okay, don't put too much pressure on this stuff because what you decide at the beginning of the year might not be what you want in, you know, a couple of months or even a couple of days from now, right? Like you do not have to have it all figured out on January 1. You're not behind. It's fine. Do you? And I hope I'm here during this year to just support you in having these deeper conversations with yourself so that you're constantly thinking about what you want to shift, what you want to change, what you want to amplify, what you want to know more of, what you want to double down on, what you want to streamline. This is what this podcast is about. And this gets to be your safe space for that. So that's just one of my intentions for this year. I'm, again, really excited about the podcast for this year. It'll all come, you know, that'll all be explained during this episode. So anyway, let's get into it. So December, December actually started off with a fucking bang. I had a 10K day at the beginning of December, literally December one, I had a $10,000 day. It was the first, that was the first time I've ever had that much revenue come in on one day. It is not a goal that I had set for me. It's not something that I'd even really envisioned or imagined. And I actually went into, you know, the breakdown of, you know, I went into that on Instagram. There's a couple of um, posts that I did on it. So you can go and check those out if you want a little bit more information. I was thinking about maybe doing like a breakdown of like my 10K day and like how it happened, but it really wasn't that complicated. Um, So I don't feel like it's worth a post or even a whole podcast episode. I'll just tell you right now, it actually only came through from two payments. I had somebody pay in full and I had somebody, um, I had like a reoccurring payment from a coaching client that came in on the same day. That's how I made $10,000 in one day. And so rather than, you know, like making you feel like it's this one, two, three steps of but 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 that's not really how it, how it happened. How it happened was me stepping into my most electric energy. This is something I want to talk about a little bit more. I'm thinking like if there might be like a masterclass around this, maybe a course around this, a training around this, But this wasn't about being magnetic. This was about being electric. Okay. And as I said, I think I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on like the difference between being magnetic and being electric and why I think it's time for us to stop trying to be so fucking magnetic and start being more electric. Yeah. Like anyway, I'm not going to get into that right now, but what I mean by that is It was down to what I did and have been doing probably for a couple of months before that day that really landed that 10K day. It was the decision to be constantly selling. Um, I don't really have a lot of like enrollment dates anymore. I took a lot of that off um, and in launch periods, I stopped doing that. So it was a lot of that. Um, And it was also just this trust in myself And really laying the foundations in my life of balancing, giving and receiving my masculine, my feminine, trusting and also doing like it was very much me stepping into a heightened state of awareness that I don't have to 
burn myself to the bone in order to make money. And we've talked about this a lot in the recap episodes, especially between like August and December's on this episode. We've literally talked about this so much. And if you've been a listener of the podcast, you would have heard this journey that I've been going on and sharing with you guys literally every month about how, you know, I've been having more fun and I've been having, you know, I guess, um, prioritizing my joy a lot more. I'm working less, you know, I am giving into my like relationship with my boyfriend. Like I've been really looking at how I can simplify things and make things as easy as I possibly can. And I think through that, it allowed me to sort of look at like, And this is really what happened in December, right? This 10K day really kind of like kicked off this big reflection month. That's really what I did during December was reflection of like, I didn't do a whole lot that day to make $10,000. I wasn't in a sale. I wasn't like grinding and selling that day a lot. Like I, I don't even know what, I think it was probably like a weekend or something. Like, I feel like I was like not even on social media that day. Like it was a day where I wasn't, grinding. And so it made me really think about, okay, like what is it that I do and have been doing that called in this? Because it didn't happen by coincidence. So as I said, this really kicked off this whole month of deep, deep self-reflection. And you know, what happens with me sometimes when I do deep reflection is I can actually get really judgmental on myself. I can start to look at all the things that I haven't done, that I haven't accomplished, all the things that didn't work. And I feel like 2022 was a really big year of healing for me. And I don't think I've ever given myself that credit of just how intense 2022 was. What I realized in December is that every year from literally, I want to say like 2015, when I actually got my corporate job, which was in 2015, I'm pretty sure, I have had growth year on year on year on year, and especially with my money, right? I feel like for me, I've my second house is ruled by Capricorn. So money and success is incredibly important to me. It's something that I value and something I really care about. It's why I obviously teach on success and success is something that's really important to me. And again, a little bit more on that in a minute. But I I realized that this year I it was a big fucking roller coaster. Like I did a lot of inner healing. I had a year that really it was honestly just tough. Like I decided to heal a lot of stuff. I looked at my fear around motherhood. I looked at my codependency. Like guys, this year I toyed with the idea of going to um, like a codependency AA vibe. It's called something. I didn't actually end up going, but my therapist was like, you could do this. And when I said to her, I was like, is it really like that bad? And she was like, in a nice way, obviously she was like, of course, like, you know, it's not like, you know, you're fucked up, but she was like, it would definitely be worth your while. Um, 
you know, I really looked at a lot of my stuff. Like I went deep. And so December ends up being this sort of moment where I kind of like the fog cleared and I, there was almost like a grief that really came on board. And I did try to push through it. I even like put together an offer to sell in December. I literally talked about it for like one day. And then I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I don't have the capacity to even hold space for this offer. Um, I'm probably going to run it again, maybe in a couple of months. Cause I think it's a really powerful container and I'm really excited about it, but it just wasn't the right time. Um, I decided that I just really needed to heal. And so, yeah, unsurprisingly, there was a lot of reflection. And I guess the things that I really reflected on was just how much I went through, really. I almost went under this year. Like, I almost had to close my the doors to my business. Um, there was a very big fear of me having to go back and work for somebody else And I don't know if in reality it was actually that bad, but it felt that bad, you know? I mean, obviously it wasn't because I was able to, you know, come back quite quickly. And so, you know, but that prospect, like that was something that could have happened if I didn't get honest with myself and really, you know, put my head down and, and work. And, and when I say work, I don't necessarily mean grind. I actually mean, it actually took me stepping back a lot. Um, and again, I've talked about this in recap episodes. So with that said, you know, I was reflecting a lot on the things that went wrong and what I found that was the most amazing thing was that I actually still grew in my business, like my business still grew. We still made more money than the year before. We still made 10% more than what we did in 2021. We still served, I think we served like hundreds of people. We had hundreds of new customers come through the doors, like so much amazing stuff happened. And we grew, I grew personally, I grew professionally. I have more clarity around what it is that I want and who I am than ever before. My word for 2022 was reinvention. And I feel like my branding is really aligned with who I am now. I feel like the clients that I'm serving are more aligned than ever. I feel like my clients are getting results more so than ever before. I feel like you know, there are so many amazing things, but I definitely felt the growing pains. And so it became abundantly clear to me that I needed to take some time to just like rest after all of that growing because it wasn't, it wasn't expansion. It was growth. And if you know anything about astrology, right? Like the planet of expansion is Jupiter. Jupiter is all about joy and prosperity and abundance and like experience and exploration and it's high fucking vibes. The planet of growth is Saturn, which is about discipline and lessons and, you know, Saturn return energy can be quite 
intense and a little bit punishing it can feel. It's very teacher, principal, you know, finger pointy, naughty girl sort of energy, right? Like it can feel like that. And I definitely felt like this was a year of growth more so than expansion. And I've had a lot of years of expansion. And this last year was was a, a period of growth. And so I feel like I needed to rest and I didn't really give myself the time to do that. I had plans of taking the week between Christmas and New Year's off and then obviously the first week of the year off. And then I changed when I got there, I changed it to the first week of the year off. And then I am going to be taking, I think, another week off social media as well. So I think that that was good and bad. What I realized was it doesn't really matter when you run your own business, you're not ever fully off. Like I wish I could just turn my brain off from my business, not think about growth, not think about planning for the year, not thinking about what I'm going to sell and launch and give and do and create. Like, Because even whilst I wasn't creating and serving clients, I mean, obviously I was serving clients, but like whilst I wasn't like on in my business fully, I was still thinking about all those things. And I think it's obviously the time of year. So what I'm doing, and I think take this, I think this is like, I'm going to crack the code here for a lot of people. I'm going to probably do something of that kind. I'm going to check in with myself every year and be like, do I want, you know, that week at the end of the year or the week at the beginning of the year or both off? Um, and just allow myself to vision because I think I am, again, Capricorn, which is like the season that we're in over New Year's. Capricorn energy is very much connected to my sec- it's second. My- it's really my second house. So I'm going to be thinking about money and my values and what I want to say. It also connects into my third house as well. Like there's a lot on my, like, I'm very, I'm thinking about shit, right? From an astrology perspective, that's like ignited, um, during this time of the year for me. So I think in just accepting that, but finding times in the year, like I feel like cancer season for me is over my eighth house. So really disengaging and going in the cave, that's like, I'm going to take like a full week off my business completely during that time um, and really slow down during that time. Um, Pisces season, I'm also going to take, I'm going to be starting my Saturn return in March. So I'm definitely going to be taking some time off. I'm definitely already feeling, feeling it. My Saturn is at zero degrees Pisces. So, you know, Pisces season tends to be quite intense for me as well. I'm just looking at my chart and going, where am I going to probably need a little bit of introspection and some time to just disconnect and come back to my intuition and really connect with my spirit and the universe, because that's what I feel like I want to do. I'm not somebody who really likes to just like do nothing. I really struggle with that. It's funny because I'm actually very lazy at the same time, but I don't, I'm still always thinking and, and I love that about myself, you know, like I don't think my overthinking is a bad thing. So yeah, I just, I think I did it not wrong, but I, I, I've learned a lot from how I, how I moved during December. And it was a very messy month. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. It was incredibly emotional. 
And then the final storm really came through right at the end of the year. When they say it's darkest before the dawn, that's what they fucking really mean. Like there is no truer statement. And I don't know if that's just my Scorpio rising and it's just part of how I move through the world and it's a little bit of my superpower. I find my rock bottoms and the darkness and the ugly stuff that I've gone through is the stuff that has brought my superpowers online. And that's a very Scorpio rising thing, but I'm not going to obviously get into the details of what happened because it, it involves another person and it wouldn't be right to kind of share that experience in its um, detail for that person. And also knowing that person, they wouldn't want me to do that. So what I will say is that there was a really big breakdown in my life and that there was a moment where I felt like I might lose everything that I care about. And it was incredibly confronting, an incredibly confronting experience that called me to my worth and to my power inevitably. And everything's fine now. Um, Everything's good. Like it was a moment but it changed things and it's actually changed things for the better. And maybe one day I'll talk about what happened, but it really did change things. It, it called me to my worth and I'm really proud of myself with how I handled the situation emotionally Whilst I would have loved to be a fucking sage and like a monk and just like, you know, let this incredibly emotional experience move through me and be, you know, perfect. I actually don't think that's what it was about. I I had my emotions in intensity and the emotions were anger and rage and sadness and trauma being triggered it was it was really it was a really intense um situation and and moment that happened but I I really led with so much grace like I'm really proud of myself I let my rage out I let it be there I wasn't afraid of it. And at the same time, I didn't, you know, I wasn't in my shadow. You know, I was really illuminated in my rage and in my sadness and in my anger. 
Um, and that's really all you can fucking ask for, right? Like that's, that is to me enlightenment. That is divine feminine. That is divine masculine. And so New Year's was an incredibly, this happened, I think maybe two or three days before New Year's, but New Year's happened. And I, I feel like that was like the final blow (laughs) to here. And even though like, by the time I got to New Year's, like I was pretty good, I obviously wasn't completely because I was incredibly emotional on New Year's. I was getting ready for New Year's. We just went to a friend's place and that was it. Like we just hung out with some friends and had a pretty chill one. But um, we, I was getting ready and I just, I was holding back tears. I was holding back tears. Like just, I just was incredibly emotional driving like over to our friend's place. Like I was incredibly emotional. I felt really um, tender and I felt really, I would, I didn't feel sad. I just felt emotional and, um, yeah, I, I didn't end up having like a big cry or anything, but it was just like, wasn't enough time for me to just like have a cry, but I, I ended up on New Year's Day, really sitting with everything, right? Like the experience of 2022. And what I realized was that I am way more healed than I give myself credit for. Like looking back at that, again, that scenario that happened a couple of days before, it's like, I'm way more healed than I give myself credit for. You know, I was really enamored by how I handled myself during 2022 and that the growth that still occurred, regardless of all breakdowns, of all failures, of you know, the intensity of the healing work that I did during 2022, the fact that I didn't disappear and I didn't quit and I didn't fall and shatter, you know, the fact that I kept it fucking together and still honored everything that I wanted to achieve and do. And I still went for it. Like I still showed the fuck up is a testament to who I am and, and the work that I've done and, you know, everything that I have healed. And so I decided on my word. I had been tossing up between a couple of words. Um, one was like standardize. One was, um, what was another one? I feel like I had standardized was one that I was really toying with back and forth between that and the one that I chose. Um, I also was like toying with the word expansion, but that felt really rudimentary. I was toying with the word um, 
like intimacy and like um, value and like family because, you know, Dan and I really want to start the process of really, really putting roots down and, and building our life together. We've been together for a couple of years now and, you know, we obviously live together and, you know, we were here on the coast and, you know, all the things. Um, but, you know, we're really ready to like make some, some moves and towards our future. And so I was like, oh, that just, it feels too linear. Like all these words just felt way too linear and way too specific because what I really felt like was like, okay, I've done all of this healing. Like now I need to, and the word just flew out of my mouth, amplify. Amplify is my word for 2023 because it's not just about business, right? A lot of my words previously have all been about my career and my work um, and my purpose. And I feel like I, you know, I'm three years into my business now. Like I feel like I've really landed in my business and I've, you know, people know who I am and I, and I have begun to create, you know, a, a name for myself. I joined a mastermind last year called authority. I'm really building my authority in the coaching industry. You know, I've, I've really laid those foundations um, and I feel healed on some level. And again, I don't really love the word healed, but because I don't think we ever arrive at healed. I think healed is dead. Like you're dying, like you're dead. You're over, like you've done. <laughs> but like, I do feel, and maybe it's with age as well. I think it's a combination of that too. You know, I'm 29, I'll be 30 in May. And, you know, my twenties were fucking wild. Like, God, I did so much crazy shit in my 20s and I've learned a lot. And so there's this wisdom with, you know, my work, my gifts. I've honed a lot of my skills and it's not to say that, you know, I don't have honing to do. I'll always want to be bigger and better, but I'm amplifying everything that I already am. There's an owning that needs to occur and that's how I'm going to be amplifying. Like it's that coming back to, you know, remembering who the fuck I am and just, <clears throat> I'm not going to get emotional because, you know, it. we don't need to go there. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just, I pray that that lands. I'm excited to amplify everything that I've created, not just in 2022, Two, but from like 2013, like from being 20 to now, you know, and really amplifying and standing in that and stepping into that next phase of my life. I, I really want to feel like I've learned some shit and I, there's some stuff that I don't need to continue to learn about right? Like there's some stuff that I know to be true and that feels really empowering. And that's what amplifying calls me to. It calls me to continue to learn, but it also calls me to be more of what I already am and step into that idea of being healed, you know, and knowing that like I'm good in certain places and I don't have to worry about that thing anymore. 
and I get to just be it. So my 2023 ins and outs. And these are my ins and outs really for success, right? Because amplification is really about creating more success. Okay. The last thing I do want to say about, about, um, this amplification thing is it really made me realize like, and this is probably something I'll talk a little bit more about in like the January recap, but what did cut has really been coming online is like what my mission is, my new mission. I reinvented myself last year. And so I have this sort of new mission that's been brewing and coming online and it finally has come forth. And if you go to my Instagram bio, you will see the mission there. And it really is to help people rewrite the rules to success, that success is something that I'm obsessed with. This idea of everybody being successful, like what would the world look like if everyone was successful and how could everybody be successful? To me, the only way that that happens is not by templating what I do or your favorite coach does, but figuring out what your template for success is, which newsflash is in your astrology, it's in your human design, it's soul connected. Like your purpose was something that, you know, you've been put on this earth to do. And so success is going to be connected to your unique purpose. And so this is something that's really like I'm really stepping into. This is something that I want to be known for, that I will be known for, because I know that this is my dharma is to help people step into their success. But the greatest mission, the thing above that is like, success for everybody. What does that world look like? I want to live in a world where everybody is successful because I really think that people will be more patient. People would have more compassion. People would be happier probably. I mean, who knows like happiness, like, Oh my God, how do you even define that? But if we all stepped into our own personal idea of success, well, firstly is success available for everybody? That's the question I'm posing. And I want to find out and I'm literally dedicating my life to is like, could we live in a world where everybody is successful? And if anybody wants to go on that journey with me and step into that desire and, and into that inevitability of being successful and, and play with that, then I'm your girl because I'm going to help you do it your way. Right. So that's really exciting. And again, I'll talk more about that because I really came through right at the beginning of the year, but the whole reason I wanted to talk about that is because these ins and outs are really for success. You know, amplification is a ingredient of success that I am, you know, putting in, you know, I'm basing this meal that is my success off for this year. You know, like I really feel like this is a thing that I'm going to be um, measuring and getting really, really good to make sure that success happens in general for my life. It's the next thing, the next ingredient that needs to be put in. So 2023 ins and outs. So how I'm amplifying the ins and the outs, this is basically what it is. So the ins, how I'm amplifying and the ins are self-belief is number one. And I have a lot of, lot more ins and outs, TBH. So self-belief. And I'm going to go through these pretty quickly. I'm not going to like bang on about them. Okay. But this is, if you're someone who has been like, fuck yeah, I'm down with this mission <laughs> and you want to like 
do a little bit of these with me, or maybe your word is similar to amplify. Um, maybe your word is expansion or big or um, more or, you know, like precision or anything like that. Like, I really feel like these, these words, uh, these ins are going to be really powerful and same with the outs. So how I'm amplifying, let's start with the ins. Okay. We're going to actually do it. I'm going to stop talking now. Self-belief. Self-belief is literally the thing that has to exist in order for me to amplify. If I don't believe in myself, as you would have just heard, if I don't literally trust myself and be like, you are the fucking shit, then I'm not going to be able to amplify. Well, I won't be amplifying what I want to amplify, which is my truth. I'm going to stay small. I'm going to I, I, I'm going to be um, comparing myself. I'm going to be looking and, and, and um, looking outside of myself and needing other people to tell me what to do. Self-belief is imperative. Okay. That is like the number one thing, believing in myself. This looks like getting back to being fucking delusional. I really lost, not lost it, but just lost touch with my delusion over the last year and being delusional is another one. It kind of leads me to my next one, which is being delusional. Being delusional is how you believe in yourself. And people ask me, you know, how are you so confident? Which a lot of people ask me about all the time. I'm just fucking delusional. And I've really lost that a lot. I feel like the universe kind of sent me a lot of lessons this year and, and I feel like that's fine that I kind of lost touch and it was really tested my delusion and I caved. I lost faith in myself um, this year and in a way that I hadn't really before. And so this looks like becoming the coolest person I know. This is something that... Um, one of my mentors, Erin May Henry, talks about a lot. You should follow her. She has like this whole concept around becoming the coolest person you know. It's like becoming the coolest person I know, being delusional as fuck, having wild goals and being like, yeah, is this going to work out for me? Believing that I'm the luckiest person in the world and that everything works out for me. I'm going to be fucking delusional no matter what is in my bank account, no matter what, how many clients I have or I don't have. I'm just going to be delusional, absolutely delusional, which again, leads me to my next one, owning my future self now. Okay. So owning my future self now means instead of like just owning the end of 2023 version of me and like whatever, I'm going to start acting like the version of me five years from now. So five years from now, I have a family I'm married, I have a home, I, and maybe not even like the first home that I buy, I might have already upgraded to that, you know, next home. I have an incredible podcast. Um, I want to turn this podcast into a media company eventually. Like I want to have, um, you know, a e-commerce business. This is something that I want to step into. I'm realizing a big part of like my five-year version of me is I'm not just a coach. I'm a digital entrepreneur. So I have my coaching business. I have, you know, other businesses as well. You know, that's something that I want to have. I want to have multiple businesses. So 
I'm just owning that. And again, if you go to my bio, this was my like first little step. I went like had a lot of iterations of that new bio that I put up. And I have always resonated with the term esoteric entrepreneur, but felt like I wasn't there yet. And I was like, and my coach kind of pulled me up on it. Cause I was like, oh, cause she was the one who was like, that's, that's the best bio. Like that feels so you. And I was like, really? I feel like it's who I want to be, but I feel like it's not me yet. And she was like, why? She was like, why I see you as that. And so I think it's also like a lot of people see me maybe a little bit further on than I see myself. And I think that that's just the version of me that is a perfectionist maybe, or the version of me who doesn't believe that she's enough and, and, and will always, Oh my God, I'm getting emotional. Fucking hell. Anyway, I'm stepping into my entrepreneur energy. She was like, you are an entrepreneur. I was like, yeah, I am. And when people ask me what I do, I'm not going to say I'm a coach or an astrologer anymore. I'm going to say I'm an entrepreneur. And then I'm building a media company and, you know, we're planning on dropping an e-commerce business. And, you know, I have a business consulting business where I help people be more successful from the inside out, like in their own way, you know, like I support business owners and founders and, and incredible entrepreneurs in achieving their full potential. Like that's what I do. You know, it's not linear and I'm stepping into that now. I'm doing it now. I'm acting as if it's already happening. I'm being fucking delusional. I'm believing in myself. That's what's in. Next is a little bit more. Let's get a little bit more granular. So trusting the universe and assigning the universe a job. This is something I've been doing for a really long time, but I'm really going to be doubling down on this because another one of my ins is spiritual grounding. So I do feel like my connection with the universe this year was really tested and I kind of stopped trusting the universe a little bit. Like I kind of felt like it was burning me a little and I was like, fuck you. (laughs) Like I was kind of like in a bit of a fight with the universe, you know, like I was just like, I need space, you know, like it definitely felt very much like that and I miss it. And I feel like the times where I did come back to it, the universe was so loving and was like, we're here for you, babe. We understand you're a little angry at us right now, but every time I've come back, they've given me something and I'm doubling down on this, trusting the universe, literally asking myself, what am I doing? What is my team doing? What is the universe doing when I'm at work? When I am in my relationship, what am I doing? What is Dan doing? What is the universe doing for our relationship and for our future and what we want to create for my money? What am I doing? What is the bank doing? (laughs) And what is the universe doing? Right? I'm literally going to be assigning the universe a job because I found that that is what creates the space for magic. And especially as a non-specific manifester, I've been learning a lot about human design this year. One of my one-on-one clients is a human design expert. We did a podcast with her, Kayla, go listen to the episodes. Incredible. She's been teaching me a lot just through being my client and um, through understanding that I really need to concentrate on my energy 
And the way I manifest is very energetic. It's not specific. So I need to really look at my energy. And that is what also is guiding me back to that spiritual grounding. I've been receiving a lot of signs from the universe because I have felt like I'm not connected to spirit and I don't feel like the universe has my back. And that's not because that's not true. It's because I've been disconnected, right? So I'm looking at really connecting back to my spirituality through my morning ritual. Um, That's also looking at like self-coaching and and really just connecting back to myself. Again, this is that self-belief piece of really coming back to me and my gifts and everything that I've learned. And again, the amplification is coming back to self, right? So with that, it comes a spiritual grounding. So that's like journaling, stretching, visualizing. Um, I like visualize well, so I was stretching today and it was really, really powerful. Um, it looks like just sprinkling my practices with a little bit more woo, cord cutting in the shower at the end of the day, you know, really just leaning into spiritual energetic practices to ground me. They have worked in the past. It's how I got the magic of my life to like happen. Like I feel like the abracadabra moments of my life have been when I have these spiritual grounding practices that are really simple and I'm coming back to them. I want to start reading like a course of miracles or the law of one. Like I really want sort of like a, a practice around spiritual philosophical, um, like learnings. Um, I also have a book called, oh my God, what is that book called? Where is it? I can't remember what it's called. It's, uh, oh, The Fourth Way. That's also like another um, philosophy book, like a spiritual philosophy book. So I just want to kind of like give myself moments in the morning to kind of do that. So that's in. Um, And then considered content consumption. This is another one. So looking at, this is looking at like the energy around me, really. I have a couple here of like the energy around me. So the content that I'm consuming is going to be very, very specific. Um, I'm not going to feel the need to like overload myself with information that I don't actually fucking need. So this looks at, looks like not scrolling on TikTok as much. Um, I feel like you don't choose what you look at on TikTok. Like it's very like, I don't know. I feel like I can be like accosted energetically on TikTok. So I don't know how I'm going to like, I actually really like TikTok, but I feel like I just need to be a little bit more like scroll past shit that isn't serving me. I'm getting served a lot of like mum stuff and um, wedding stuff and like birth stories and like all of these things. I think it's really interesting to listen to women's. And I think as well, as I was healing my mother wound, this was something that I really wanted to just like look at. Um, but I feel like now my algorithms all fucked up and like, I don't need to be scared or like get the core truth of like postpartum. Like I don't need all of that. Right. Especially as I hopefully enter into those phases in the next couple of years, I just like, don't need to be looking at people's kids screaming and like, I don't need that. I'm going to have a chill baby and I'm going to have the best birth and it's going to be fine. And it's going to be great. Even it scares the fucking shit out of me. Okay. So anyway, looking at my consumption is going to be really powerful for me. Um, I'm going to be looking at who I'm following and 
I've noticed that there are a couple of my, and I think this is just because I'm still healing from last year, a last year and a lot of the lows that I had in business and whatnot and around success is I'm going to be looking at people that muting people who are sometimes even friends that are doing really well um, that I'm comparing myself against. I'm noticing I'm comparing myself a lot, which I never used to do. I used to just be happy for other people's successes. And I think it's just because I've been gone through a little bit of trauma and I just need to, you know, detach a little bit. So I'm going to be muting people, unfollowing people, and really just like, I don't really want to scroll that much on Instagram. Like I just want to go in, create, you know, be on there in a little bit more of a strategic way, maybe go on there for inspiration, but that's it. Like I really just want to be really considered so that I can amplify who I am um, and bring forth my ideas. Also, I'm going to be looking at my circle and being really intentional about who I surround myself with and the conversations that I'm having. One thing I've realized from being, I don't know if it's living in a small town now. I don't know if it's fair to say that, but I have this idea that I'm in a small town and it's small mind syndrome here as well. And I don't think that that's actually true. Um, I do see, I will say that I do see from an energy perspective, there's a lot of like um, gossip energy sometimes or because everybody knows each other, right? Like everyone talks about each other and that can lead into gossipy energy really easily. And that's not to say like, I'm not going to go to hang out with certain people. It's just like consciously being like, I'm going to talk about something else now, or I'm going to change the subject, or I'm going to offer something of a high vibration to this space right now. It, I don't have a lot of friends. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with the circle of friends that I have, um, but I do want to expand it to more people who are thinking more quantumly. But this isn't really about a cutting, but more of an expansion, really, for me this year. It's just sort of being like, okay, how can I contribute better to these conversations? And also watching my own language. That's another big thing, too, because I am... The Gemini in me just like loves to just like go there with people. Right. But I noticed like I was talking to somebody the other day um, and they were younger and they were saying how they don't have a lot of money and like it's really tough. And I was like, look, and they're like 22. I was like, look, being 22 fucking sucks. Like I look back at being 22 and it fucking sucked. Like, and then I'm not saying that if you're 22, your life sucks, but for like, it's going to get so much fucking better was my, was my, um, my point. And I said to them, I was like, look, you know, I had a lot of money at 22. I was earning, you know, 185 grand. And then as soon as I said that, I was like, oh, and I'm not earning that now, which was a lie firstly. And secondly, the fact that I felt like I needed to make myself fucking small right? Like that's the opposite of amplification. I felt like I need to bring myself down. So I was relatable or some shit. And I was like, what the fuck? Like I never used to do this. Like 
I think it is definitely being in a small town. Like the energy is smaller. You want to be a more humble, quote unquote, but fuck that. I am not a humble person. I'm here to like talk about money and talk about my gifts and talk about what I'm doing and share my wins. Like, like I miss being, that's one thing about like being like when I worked at Mercedes, like people were flashy, you know, and, and I loved that. Like I loved when people you know, would talk about how much money they're making. And, you know, it, it just, it was a vibe, right? And so I, it's just a different vibe here. That vi- It's not that vibe here at all. Um, and if you are like that, you do get judged quite harshly here. So for me, it's like, how do I stand in that energy in a really humble, in, in like the most um, empowering way of being humble. Like how do I stand in that energy in this most divine way? And I think that that is just me going, okay, like this is what I'm doing. This is who I am, not hiding it. Um, and also choosing when I think I'm going to be held in that, um, and doubling down on the relationships where I can speak about that a lot. So that I have friends now, um, my coach Haley, you know, we went to this beautiful dinner, um, at, is it Cuba? No. What was it called? Oh my God. I can't remember what the restaurant was called. Um, but it's like this spinning restaurant at like the 46th floor in the city looking overlooking, um, Sydney. Um, we went there and we just talked about money and like all the things like we, we just talked about all the things and we were just up there vibing about being fucking, doing amazing shit. Um, so I want to amplify more of that, um, as well. And then lastly, I have here, um, two more. So hiring experts rather than coaches, that's going to help me own my own energy. So I, obviously I am probably going to be hiring coaches. Like I literally just hired, um, a podcast coach, but she's a podcast expert my investments are going to be much more, um, made with much more precision. So like Haley, who's my coach right now, she's a authority coach. She does, um, business and mindset, but her real like expertise is in authority and looking at the energetics and like the mindset stuff around that, but also like the branding and like the specifics of like what that actually looks like. She's been incredible. She's helped me so much. I just hired Chelsea. She's going to help us with the podcast. As I said, guys, the podcast is going fucking astronaut. We're going to the moon with a fucking podcast this year. Like you're not even fucking ready. Okay. But I hired her. Um, you know, I'm really not just hiring like coaches for the sake of coaches. I'm hiring experts, um, that are going to help me own my energy and stand in my genius. So I'm looking for like yings to my yangs. I'm looking not just for coaches that I want to be. I think that there's definitely a period in your business where you want to get in alignment with coaches who are what you want. Like when I was working with Natalia Benson, the reason it worked is because she had everything that I wanted and I didn't know a lot. So I was just learning from her and learning her way. I highly recommend that, you know, at the beginning of your business and then, you know, at different phases, you're going to need different things. So I'm really moving into this phase. If I want to amplify of hiring experts. And then lastly, caring about my health. (laughs) 
If you have been in any of my containers, you would know that 2022 was the year that I finally quit smoking. Yes, I was a smoker. Um, It was my first big, scary step. It's something as someone who is sober, it's something that I lent on for a really long time. Um, As someone who is anxious, it's something that I lent on to help me in social situations. Um, And it felt like it was time to let go of that. Um, As I said, I want to have a family and all of the things. So I really want to get my body into like optimal health. And as I said, I want to have a family, like we're not trying anytime soon, guys, like just so everyone's aware. I really want to like stop this stigma around. Like when you say like, oh, I'm getting my body, like we want to have a family that people think that you're going to start trying like tomorrow. Like we don't even know if that's going to be possible for us, but it is something that we want in our future. And so I, as always want to be as preemptive as I possibly can, like full transparency. The only reason I now work two days a week is because I am creating space for a family. Um, even though I'm not engaged, I'm not married. I'm not like, we're not doing any of like, we're not, and we don't want to have kids until after all of that. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like it's going to be in the future, but it's a big reason, um, as to why I'm caring about my health. It's my why I'm doing it for the babies that I will grow. <laughs> I'm doing it for the children that I will have. I'm doing it for my future husband. I'm doing it for my parents, you know, um, making sure that they have a healthy child. Um, you know, like I'm doing it for that reason. And so, yeah, in order for me to amplify my dreams and my goals, I know that my health has to be looked at and I'm, I'm not a health nut. I'll never be. I love food. Like I am the product of immigrants. Food is our love language. Like don't even come for me, but, um, just taking care of my health and just caring about it. And this is simple exercise stuff. This is simple, not smoking stuff. This is just eating as healthy as I possibly can eating as real many real foods as I can educating myself on health. You know, I'm not going to be up like right now. I wouldn't even know what to feed a child because I don't even feed myself very well. So it's just caring about my health is in for me. And then lastly, I'm going to get through these outs pretty quickly. Um, But the outs, the things that we're not doing so that we can amplify is constantly launching to stimulate cash flow. I feel like this is for everybody. (laughs) I am done being in a constant fucking launch cycle. Like, Launching is so draining to me. I thought that I had to love it in order to love business and it's just not the vibe. So I'm probably going to be launching something like maybe once a quarter and then just selling my mastermind, selling my one-on-ones, selling my readings, selling my membership, like just constantly selling those. That's also a big contributor to the 10K day. Full circle, full circle moment there on the on the episode, but like, stop. Find some things. I would say like three to five things, or even like one to three things that you are constantly selling, and then you launch cool shit in between. That's it. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be more complicated than that. That is that business model where you're constantly launching is out for me. It's not going to amplify 
my skills, who I am, my energy, my gifts, my dharma. No. Second, creating content paid and free for my customers only. Cool. So what do I mean by that? So I am not going to be creating offers, content, courses that are just for you guys. Like you're going to be in the picture, of course. I'm always thinking about how I can help and serve you. That's like all I ever fucking think about. But the thing is, I've been thinking about that too much. And I've been, I have been putting myself, my energy, my needs, my passions to the wayside and they are coming second to your needs as the customer. And here's the thing with my business that doesn't work, right? Like I don't have a product, like there are my products. I'm thinking about you guys for sure, but I am the product. So how can I ever only think about you guys? I have to, and it's not about putting me first. It's saying I matter. So your needs as the client and my needs as the coach are equal. Yeah. Your needs as an audience and my needs as the creator. So yours as the consumer, mine as the creator, they're equal because I am my brand. I am my content, whether it's my thoughts, my face, my energy, my words, my voice. I am the thing that I'm selling, the content, the podcast, the Instagram post, the course, the coaching, the container, the program. That's just the box. That's just the packaging that that thing comes in that that content paid or free comes in. So I have been putting myself second or not at all. And it's just not, it's not working. It's not working. In order for me to amplify my bank account, my audience, my impact, my success, in order for me to amplify, I have to go, how is this serving the client's challenge, problem, How am I giving them the solution? And also, how is it affecting me, my energy, my mission, my goals, my my energy, me, okay? So creating content, paid or free for my, oh my God, paid or free for my customers only is out. uh, Three, working more than two days a week. I talked about this before. Working more than two days a week is fucking out. It's out. And whilst this is still work, yes, it is work, I don't really consider it the work. When I feel like I'm working, that's like me coaching, teaching, being on Instagram live, being in the Facebook group, holding masterclasses, um, creating courses, like that's work. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's work for me. This isn't work. This is creativity right? And that's how I'm really thinking about it. When I'm creating content, um, you know, that it's going to go on the podcast or on Instagram or whatever, that's creativity. That's not work. Yeah. And I like being creative. (laughs) So on Mondays and Tuesdays, those are my creative days. Um, Those are my vision days. So I do a lot of CEO stuff, Um, you know, even when I'm doing like my money stuff, that's like life stuff because my money is my business like and my life, It's it funds my life. It's it's all the same thing. So it's like, it's not necessarily work. Um, 
But yeah, work is on those days, um, is on Wednesdays and Thursdays, which is when I like see clients and I'm teaching and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then Friday is my self-love day. Um, and then the weekends, I just like live my life. <laughs> That's it. So yeah, working more than two days a week is out. Um, investing in coaches that I'm not obsessed with. So I mentioned this before, right? Like I'm hiring experts rather than coaches in quote, in quotation marks. Um, I have to be obsessed with them. Like I actually have to like them. You know, I love that my team is full of women who I fucking vibe with. Cassie, my OBM is coming to Australia in February and I'm going to fucking scream, throw, like throw up fucking, oh my God, I'm so excited to meet her and hang out with her. I was like, let's just like hang out. Like, can we just hang out and not work? Like, you know, she is so much fun and I'm so excited to meet her IRL and it's going to be fucking great. And like, whether that's, you know, yeah, team members or whatever, like I want coaches like that too. Like I love like Haley, my current coach right now, she has been so incredible with that. Like I'm obsessed with her. I love her. We like, we get like, we've gone for a dinner. Like we've talked about, like, it's just, I'm just obsessed with her. I think she's a cool person. Erin, who was another mentor that I've hired this year. She's fucking great. Like I'm obsessed with her. I think she's literally so cool. Chelsea, She's so fucking cool. Like I literally messaged her all the time. I was like, can, she used to live in Australia. I was like, can you just move back so we can like chat and hang out? Like, like I'm obsessed. You know, I want to invest in people who I literally think would be my friend. And I think that, you know, that might be a little bit of like a business faux pas, but like, I need to like you. Sorry, I don't, I'm not going to work with someone. I don't care how great you're, expertise are. The expertise has to be there, of course, if I'm going to be hiring someone. But the determining factor, like, of course, you're going to have the fucking expertise. Duh. Otherwise, we wouldn't be having a conversation. The determining factor of me hiring someone is, am I obsessed with them? Do I want to hang out with them? Do I want to be like them? Yeah. Am I obsessed with you? Right. Do I want to be friends and hang out? That's what's going to be the difference between me hiring someone. If not, it's a no. And then last but not least, the outs is putting in all my effort into social media platforms. What does that mean? It means social media platforms are Instagram and TikTok versus non-social media platforms, which would be a podcast or something like Pinterest or YouTube. I'm going to be putting more effort. I've been putting all my effort into social media platforms and the podcast has been secondary and Instagram has always been first. We're not doing that anymore. We're switching it around. I am putting, well, firstly, we're switching it around and then we're not going to put all our effort into one basket. We're just going to switch it around though. So I'm going to be putting more effort into the podcast um, and creating content here that like, this is where I'm going to be putting all my cool fucking ideas. And then Instagram is going to be this place where I create relationships, where I share from the podcast, where we get to go deeper about things on the podcast, where I get to like, like but the main core hero pieces of content are always going to be on the podcast. So if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, subscribe because from 
the guests that we're going to have on, to the segments that we're going to be having, to the quality of the podcast, like everything is going to be amplified 110% this year. And I'm so excited because this podcast feels so like the, it is the vehicle of my success. And I'm so excited to really double down on it now. And I'm so excited to just pour into this. As I said, we have Chelsea coming in. She's going to be helping us with the podcast, optimizing this podcast, making it an even more incredible place for you guys. We're going in and getting creative about how to get you guys engaged, how to connect with you guys as a community. The people who listen to this podcast now are fucking real ones. We have hardly promoted this podcast. We've had it for almost three years. And if you're here, you're a fucking real one. And so as we amplify it, just know that there's going to be special things for you. Okay. I love you guys. That's it. That's what all I've got for you today. I'm going to shut up now. This has been a long one. I hope that this episode has expanded you and what I want you to do, and this is something I'm going to be doing at the end of each episode, I think is really just going, okay, after you listen to this episode, just take like five minutes to just close your eyes maybe or journal on what this episode has made you realize about yourself, what limiting beliefs, what ideas, what has come up for you during this episode? What has it made you think about? What has it made you realize? This is where you start to have a deeper conversation with yourself. Okay. I want you to get in the habit of coming here, listening, getting your information, and then taking five minutes, five minutes out of your day. If that's, if you're driving, listening to this, turn the volume off for the next five minutes. Don't listen to anything and just think, just think about what's been coming up in these episodes and what we, what we've talked about. Maybe with this episode, what's your word? You know, think about that. Have that deeper conversation with yourself. Okay. And then if you're feeling called, DM me, let me know. I want to know what's been coming up for you. What your word is. Tell me all the things. Reach out. Share the podcast um, if this helped and served you. But that's it. I love you so much. Have an incredible day. And... um, I'll see you next week for our episode. Our normally weekly episodes are going to be coming back. Um, But as always, this is the Abracadabra podcast. I'm your host, Jazz Bori, and I'll see you in the next episode.